Welcome to the Configure Price Code podcast. My name is Frank Sohn and I'm the founder of NoCPQ Consulting. This podcast is 100% focused on Configure Price Quote, also known as CPQ, and will provide you useful insights into this topic. Hello everyone. This week I do not have a guest, but I have a quick summary of the Pros Outperform event. This is a virtual event. I had planned to provide some information on virtual events for a while anyway, since I Uh, attended this Pros Outperform event this week, at least uh, a large part of that. I wanted to give you a quick summary. So this event was organized by Pros, which is focused on pricing, but also has a CPQ solution. And that was from October 7th to, to the 8th. There was actually a little meeting with industry analysts on October 6th um, and that was actually is interesting so that was before the event started there was a question for the analysts who attend the event so that they have uh, uh, some snacks and something to drink uh, for this meeting so they sent a little box with uh, uh, some some drinks to it was was great And then we had this meeting on Tuesday evening. So that was a meeting with the leadership team. And there were 29 attendees, I think. I would say half of the attendees almost were from research firms. So that were all the typical suspects that you that you would expect. I will mention some of them a little bit later. So that meeting was interesting because it summarized a little bit uh, what you would also learn in more detail over the next two days. The four messages, key messages that I took away from this meeting was that the digital business has increased considerably for pros. So they were mentioning something I think from 10 to 80 percent. It has increased. They see the future definitely in digital business. Um, they see that a faster time To value is key for their customers so that uh, they can use the capabilities faster and that personalization is important. Hard to disagree with any of these points so I think that was all interesting and then let's look at the in event itself. So they said uh, there were 3,400 people who registered for that event and They had 60 or so uh, breakout sessions. I'm not sure, maybe 60 or 62. Anyway, there were a lot, relative, uh, was a lot of, of breakout sessions. Uh, they said they had uh, 400 or so new features for the product, the new user experience. They mentioned also that they had um, an accelerator for Adobe Magento and that they, they have new next generation dynamic pricing for digital commerce and when you go to their site you probably can learn all of these things in, in more detail it's not meant to be an advertisement for for pros it's really just to give you an idea of what it was so i would say one thing i wanted to add was over here for the 60 breakout sessions or so though they were sorted by industry uh, pros obviously has uh, um, lo lots of customers in the airline industry so that was a separate session commerce B2B and some foundational sessions they did as well. Uh, one thing before I go into more detail is Pros is obviously for, uh, focusing on large organizations. You could also see that on the, on the sponsors for this event. You would see names like Accenture and Microsoft and, and many others um, that were there. But it's definitely focused more on large organizations. So a couple of the things... 
uh, they mentioned, which was interesting, and I can confirm that from my point of view, was that B2B and B2C is becoming more similar. There is no clear distinction between them anymore. They had also uh, different people who talked about the solutions, uh, about the problems they encounter. There were, for example, customers like HP and Lufthansa, which were there. Uh, they told user stories where the bottom line was really that uh, self-service should be embraced because it is the future, right? So there's no way around e-commerce. And so the marrying e-commerce with CPQ as, as a key uh, takeaway from that whole event, right? So and customers reiterated this as well and large customers especially, right? Uh, then you also had a bunch of the sponsors and partners who had sessions and then described various things from their point of view that could be change management, that could be industry experience and so on. Uh, so that was like firms like Forrester, IDC, Constellation Research, Capgemini, Simon, Simon Kusher and, and partner. And there were others as well, right? So these were uh, some of the sessions that I went to and that I thought were helpful. There were also some learning sessions, which I saw they, they were especially helpful because that was not a sales pitch. That was really uh, someone who's providing background. That was um, Michael Wu, who's a PhD in, I think, artificial intelligence. And he was talking about artificial intelligence, machine learning. That was a, a very interesting session in, in general. So that was um, very good. Novo CPQ helps you with all your CPQ questions. For example, we help customers to find the best CPQ solutions, 100% independent and focus on our customers. So we're not getting paid by any CPQ vendor to recommend them. So we are focused on you and look for the best solution that you need. We also help CPQ vendors to improve their offerings and system integrators to stay up to date with the latest developments in the CPQ world. Contact me at frank.zone at novocpq.com today to learn how we can help you with your CPQ questions. And think about it, always 100% independent and focused on you. The conclusion for me then was really for this um, event in general, uh, and I think that applies for other similar events as well, as the, the event was very well organized, so the software that they were using was, was working fine. They had good speakers with lots of experience from reputable firms and so on. Uh, was a well-balanced offering of different sessions and different perspectives that the speakers uh, brought there. The software also worked reasonably well. I think I had some challenges for me uh, since I use the Safari browser. Uh, it, it, I, it took me a little bit to find out that the new window was popping up behind my existing window, but otherwise the software worked well. I think the software itself had probably a little bit more capabilities than most users would use. So. Uh, there were uh, lots of effort that that's put into that to have demo videos and everything has to be pre-recorded. So in general, I think the, uh, it takes quite some effort to put this all together and, and uh, make it work fine. I think also, especially for the booth, in general, this is better for customers and for the firms themselves to do that in person. Um, seems to work better. All the feedback I got from everyone I talked to was that... Uh, 
they went to the sessions, but I haven't talked to anyone who told me that they really went to the booth. I went there just to see what's there, how it was set up and so on. But I didn't hear anyone who really went there. So it would be interesting to see how that works for, for others if the booth is really a big difference maker in these virtual conferences. So uh, if, if I summarize it on my side, I think the pro is really, um, if you have an event like that, it's good you have uh, the software content. You already had to prepare this, right? So and it can be used well beyond the, the event itself. So it, it has been recorded. You can look at this. The software is not cheap, by the way. But uh, when, when you do that, you, you have it available. You should use it. I think also pro is that for uh, attendees, for listeners, it's always possible to skip sessions if something is not what you expected it to be or is not really um, in your area of interest. You, you can skip it. That's easier. Um, and then you can also revisit part of recorded sessions that are especially interesting, right? So, for example, if you... If some of the things were maybe discussed a little bit too fast or there was an interruption, you got interrupted, it's easier to go back and listen to it again. So definitely an advantage. I think some of the, the cons for these um, virtual conferences is that really no physical interaction between people as possible face-to-face. -face. You could obviously do, but it has... Um, its limits in, in this kind of setting, right? Especially if you want to build relationship. I talk to many folks who tell me that they struggle with this and uh, to build really a relationship in this setting is not easy. So that that's for sure. I also think it provides less opportunities for individual questions. So if somebody wants to follow up, um, it's, it's just a little bit trickier than when you do that in person you lift your arm you ask the question right so in this case you have to submit the question you and maybe the they already went on to another topic and so on so it's just a little bit trickier the only thing that i was missing in this kind of uh, virtual conference from my point of view is that somebody who's really new to configure price quote hasn't worked with it before is not familiar with all the lingo that's used and so on, and really wants to get started, right? So it's not getting hit with all these specialist terms and stuff like that, that was missing, right? So I didn't see that. Otherwise, I think there was lots of content, anyone who's already familiar with it, uh, anyone who is um, interested specifically in pros, I think that was a session that was interesting, was educational, and it makes sense to attend uh, the session. I hope that was helpful. If you have any questions or any feedback, please let me know. Always happy to, to answer if, if I get any questions. I'd like to thank everyone for listening and hope you learned something interesting today. If you like the podcast, please go ahead and rate it on iTunes or share it with your friends and colleagues. In the meantime, you can find us online at www.novocpq.com. So long, everyone. <laughs>